Snoop Dogg and D.I. Guess who's back? Steve. Still doing that shit, Andre? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Dre Day. Uh? A.K. Uh? Though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot. Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock, you hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block. Ladies, they pay homage, but haters say Dre fell off out. My last album was The Chronic. They wanna know if he still got it. They say rap's changed. They wanna know how I feel about it. You ain't up on Dr. Dre is the name. I'm ahead of my game. Still puffing my leaves. Still with the Hey, I'm here. The MBM Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to 2018. Another year. I meant to go back and actually look at when I started this crazy thing called the MBM podcast, but uh, I got lazy and distracted like I usually do with a lot of things, and I didn't. So, yeah, I'll get back to you on that one. I'm sure somebody knows out there. Uh, But what I want to do to start off the show is just to say thanks to all the fans slash friends slash supporters, everybody that's been tuning in to every episode that I do sending me messages saying, hey, man, I want another show. Come on, you're killing me. I got nothing to listen to. Um, I appreciate that so much, and I I think sometimes I I maybe don't say it enough. Uh, So thanks to all you guys. You guys have been making it worth doing. Uh, And with that part kind of being said, um, I'm going to do my best this year to do at least one episode a month, minimum. Um, I'd hope to do them every two weeks, starting February, uh, with more guests, uh, kind of like old school shows, have some industry people on, uh, of course. And then some of the regulars that we always have, like Rick, you know, we'll maybe try and actually drag Tim in, uh, Todd, and, you know, can't forget Tyler. We're going to talk about Tyler because he's here with me tonight. Um, so, see, there he is. There he is. Um, but yeah, so that's going to kind of be my commitment for 2018 to you guys, uh, the friends that have been listening and enjoying the shows. I'm going to try and give you one a month minimum. I'm going to do my damnedest. And, uh, yeah, so that's where that is. Of course, uh, in 2018, I'm going to be with all the same places that I was with in 2017. So we're talking about MKS, Gone Bananas, Tekken, Max Amps, Cow RC. Um, I know I'm forgetting some. That's ridiculous that I have so many that I forget. That's not fair. That's wrong. But I want to say thanks to all those those companies. Uh, of course, without their support, it'd be a lot harder for me to go racing and get to places to interact with some of you. And it uh, wouldn't make it harder to do this show, that's for sure, if I didn't have them. So this show is uh, for you guys. And thanks to those those wonderful places for supporting me through all this. So I'm pretty stoked, not going to lie. But Tyler, you know what I was thinking today? And I'm sure somebody, el- somebody else has probably figured it out too. I'm surrounded with three T's. You are. Tyler, Todd, and Tim. Yeah, we're so, going to have to change your name or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> don't go that way. <laughs> uh, if you folks only knew what we were talking about. Yeah, we'll all have to like change our, our names to something. Maybe they, they'll start with J's or... Yeah, I like it. We'll we'll work work on something for that. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. I'm surprised nobody's mentioned it when we've all been talking. Is just there's three T's. Like that's really weird. 
But there's three awesome yeah. T's. I got to come up with a name for you guys and matching T-shirts. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. That'll be funny. <laughs> I got to just work on a name. I don't know. Todd, dude, Todd has the, like the gift for naming stuff. He does. Doesn't he? Like, Yeah. Dude, I, t- I know Tim didn't mention it on the, his show, so I won't on this one. Or no, because it was after. Right? Dude, the name that Todd came up for the 55. Buddy. Yeah, way better. Buddy. Way better. And El Guapo. You know, I was I was trying to to kind of rip one off of uh, Todd there yesterday, and I'm on the computer, and I'm typing in what I wanted to call my, my car. I'm like, okay, blah, 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 in Spanish. And it's literally la and then the name. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, for fuck. <laughs> like, that just doesn't, like... Damn it, Todd! I was down here mother effing him like no nobody's business. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, like, I was just like, oh man, I'm I'm working. I wanted to be a good name, you know what I mean? Yep. But uh, mine's easy money. Yeah, I like that. See, that's a good one. Uh and I can see it right behind your head too. Yeah, right there, dude. The lights on that thing, I love it. <laughs> that that it's truck an is so awesome. simple uh light kit. Yay. So I just went and got the simple light kit and then some buckets and uh you know cut the back out for the buckets, but the front, you'll love this. It's a it's a cap for a water bottle, right? That I just spray painted silver and uh body reamed out the spot for the light and then shoe gooed it to the back and left the front of the body clear in the headlight section. Dude, that's pretty close. See? Yeah. <laughs> Can you see it? Yeah, dude. That's see, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> that's where scale came into play with drag racing, you know, and making them look cool. Yeah, and, and for those of you that don't know or don't listen very well, because, you know, I've only said it a million times, if you haven't checked out Tyler's YouTube page, RC Drag Talk, you're yep. missing out. Now... This guy, he he sent our little group photos constantly while he was building this this trailer that he built. Dude, you scale on like you're you're a scaler, dude. Like <laughs> I am. Like and you're constantly building stuff. I love that. When you send us a picture, it's like check this out. It's like if only I had like a tenth of that ability, man. Like not even. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I can't. Mm-mm. I you know what it's maybe it's just I don't have the patience for it, and I got you know I've said it before on the show I have dicks for fingers, so I can't really like no, it's hard enough to put a damn grub screw in like a pinion gear and not fly it across. Well, you guys all see me on the floor I'm sure on Facebook because of my wife looking for a damn grub screw that I dropped. <laughs> Never have your wife around when you're building a kit. I, I don't. It's kind of nice because she wants to sit there and spend time with you, but then you realize very quickly that she's actually just there to mess with you the entire time. Yeah. Love my wife. Really do. Really do. But, uh, yeah, so I finally got my YZ4SF. It arrived, uh, and it's sitting over on my table, not being touched at the moment. It There are parts out of the bags on the Cow RC mat, I do have the chassis laying there with the guards ready to go on it. So I have progress. It's not in the box still. Uh, but I uh, kind of started on it yesterday. I'm hoping to hammer that out this weekend get it done. 
My YZ2, since having to add a hundred and some odd grams and change to make weight, uh, is awesome. I cannot say enough about how great that car drives. What a difference. And I'm sure with a few more tuning adjustments, it'll probably get faster, which I'm pretty stoked about because it's pretty quick as it is. So that's, uh, yeah, that's what I got going on. Tyler, how much of like, how much RC stuff do you, do you do? Like what, what, like do you do, like, cause I know you're doing the, the, the drag racing stuff, the scaling stuff, but like, do you got anything else? Um, I bash. I like to go and just have a good time out in a dirt field. What, um, what do you got to do that you know? with? Uh, well, it was that same Traxxas. <laughs> so I'm not kidding. I use my same drag truck and I just change tires and I go bash around in the dirt and then I come home and I clean it all off with Moo Clean and change tires and a different body and now it's a drag car again. <laughs> okay, URC. Okay. <laughs> I'm calling you hardcore from now on. That's it. Tyler's new name so, for me is hardcore. I mean, I do. It's all low budget for me, really. I just use what I got and make it work. You know, if I got to use four sets of tires, that's easier than having four different cars, in my opinion. Well, yeah, for sure. You're going to you're, you're thinking about it the smart way, which is kind of cool. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to have like an X-Max or a Yeti XL or something and actually be able to go out and bash. But for now, I just use my slash. Hmm. I know a guy that's got a Yeti XL hanging on a wall. I do. And I think he wants to try to hit 100 miles an hour on a dirt road pretty soon with it. Yeah, I don't know. If he don't do it before I get there in March, that thing is going to be doing some other things. (laughs) (laughs) Tim might be asked to move out of his neighborhood by the time I'm done with him. Yeah. It's going to be one of those, he's, he's going to be standing at the end of his driveway as my wife and I leave going, thank God he's gone. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. It, it should be good. I think I'm going to give him a run for his money. I don't think he knows how, uh, how, like just how much a goofball I can really be. So yeah. yeah, it's going to be an awesome trip. I can't wait. And, and, you know, getting to know you and Todd a little more over the last little while, like it's, I'm stoked to be coming out there. We're going to get in all Dude, kinds of trouble. Super excited for you to come out. <laughs> all kinds of trouble. Super excited. Dude, yeah. did you like my idea that I put in the chat? I did. The little I movie? Did. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to do that. I just have to not be, I have to be focused for that. That's for sure. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> yeah. So how do you like your new radio, dude? So everybody oh, knows Tyler finally joined the club. Now all four of us are running the Groppner, uh, what is it, the X8E? Yep. I want to keep saying 8XE for some reason. Groppner, you got to change uh, the name, make it easier for me, please. I haven't got to play with it too much, but the amount that I have, I love it. It feels way better in the hand than what I was using before. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's a comfortable remote. It's got way too many gadgets and gizmos for a low-tech guy to figure out right off the bat, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, I'm learning it, and it seems to be a great radio so far. No complaints. Yeah, it's 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 pretty sweet. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's been – it's definitely the, the best radio I've owned so far, but the adjustability of it was what I liked the most. Because now I have a radio that when I'm standing on the driver's stand holding the radio the way I do, my hands are just kind of sitting there the way they would if I wasn't holding it. You know what I mean? I don't have to do anything weird, so it kind of, I love it. 
Right. Yeah, me too. I like how easy it is to set all the endpoints and all that on that remote. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Super easy. Except you couldn't figure out where the damn things were for the lights. Dude, I was on that menu like four times, and I didn't know you could change it on the top. When you hit that extra button, I was like, mind blown. Oh, my God, there's a whole other section. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the worst is the first time I got to that screen, I'm like, okay. Well, so I clicked on it thinking that you just hit the button where the color is, and that'll cycle through the colors. And I'm hitting it, hitting it, and I'm going the hell it's not changing but then you got to hit the the plus or the minus down oh man you just have to learn all the little quirks of it but yeah no i like it it's solid little radio solid radio yeah it's solid solid i ended up picking it up on sale couldn't pass it up yeah and you got a new charger too eh i did uh my mother-in-law got me the uh, venom pro duo for christmas yeah i know a lot of guys have that it works great for what it is i'd uh I didn't, like I said, I haven't charged anything. It's Friday night. I'm going to probably do that here in a little bit for tomorrow. But uh, I storage charged everything after I got it just to see how it worked. Mm-hmm. And, dude, way faster than my old high-tech uh, single battery, like, you know, low-budget, entry-level charger. Yeah. Way better than that thing. And that's and that's all you've had is, it like, a single battery high-tech charger? Yeah, Uh Cause I mean, before I did drag racing, scale was all I really did. Yeah, and you don't so, need a lot of batteries for that unless you're doing something crazy, running tiny ones. Well, we go far around here, so the guys would go on like six to eight hour runs. So that's two to three five thousand milliamp light posts. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but me, I charge the night before. I'm not like a big freak where oh, I gotta wait until I'm gonna go and charge it, and then now I'm using crap hobby people batteries for my scalers so i didn't see the point of a high-end charger just to go scale i mean you're not using the power you're using for drag racing you know yeah yeah i hear you there now that i'm running max amps batteries and the best way to do it is to recharge between rounds i needed something that i could hook up and run ac or dc and be able to charge between rounds quickly yeah you know yeah for sure, for sure. Yeah, okay. I, I like it. I like it. So, how long have you been doing RC, though, for, Tyler? Like, when did it oh. really kind of start occupying a lot of time? The very first one I got was a Nitro Slash. Or, not a Nitro Slash, the uh, Nitro Rustler. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, uh, man, that was nine years ago, I think. And, uh... Within the first month, I had, like, every Intigy hop-up part for that thing because I didn't know any different back then, you know? Slap as much aluminum on it as you could, yeah. Hop-up parts for a wrestler, and bam, Intigy pops up, and you add the cart. You could buy every single thing for 100 bucks, you know? Yeah. So (laughs) I had that thing all decked out, and then it uh, took off into a dumpster full speed one day. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, it never looked the same since, no, and I was, done with, I was done with Nitro, and I mean, I love it. I miss it. Like, I to, I was talking to you the other day about that idea I had of a... Uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. A Nitro drag wrestler, yeah. and uh, just to see what would happen, just to, you know... That'd be just awesome. Just to find out. And uh, 
I, I love nitro because I love full size nitro cars. You know, yeah. I'm that crazy guy that every time they race, I'm standing two feet behind the car breathing nitro fumes, and I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> I've never actually, well, other than like from the car, like I've never smelt like nitro, like full size nitro. Oh man, you're missing out. But I love the smell of race gas. Yeah, it times that by like 10. Oh. Yeah. I'd never want to go home. Exactly. I'd want a new air freshener of that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. J- John Mead, he, he's a guy that races around in the area as I do. And he's been listening to the podcast and the shows. And he posts today on Facebook. He goes, Matthew Housen, you're killing me. Uh, you want a Sephrud smelling air freshener? I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I'm sure I said something stupid, but when was this? And then I guess it was back when I got my first set of drag foams from uh, Rick. Just the smell of the foam. like. So we need foam tire air fresheners for vehicles, nitro smelling air fresheners for vehicles. What do you got over there? I see you reaching for something. They do. They smell completely different than any other drag skin. Don't I they? know exactly yeah. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I love that smell. For the smell of foam tires in the morning. <sighs> it's, like, it's like the smell of racing. To me, that's that's what racing is. This here is a jar of nitromethane out of Del Worsham's car from the final round in Pomona. What does it say around the ring of it? Uh, it says, do not drink because it's in a moonshine jar. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's probably a really bad idea. Oh, so, so you got amplified moonshine? It's <laughs> your last warning to <laughs> not kill yourself. <laughs> Oh, my God, you'd regret that really quickly. Oh, yeah. Just smelling Ooh. it is intense. I bet. Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so so so, let's talk a little bit about RC Drag Talk because <clears throat> what kind of got you wanting to do that, and of all things, video? Well, uh, I don't really watch TV. I watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. So... That kind of inspired me just to make my own channel and share what I'm doing. And then RC Drag Talk came along because I'm not the most educated person when it comes to RC drag racing by any means. Yeah. So I figured if I'm going to learn, why not start a channel and let everybody learn? Yeah, that's a good idea. So that's pretty much how it came about. And then Tim said, hey, I got to film this commercial deal. Would you mind coming over? And that's pretty much how it all started. I grabbed my camera, went up there, filmed that, and then I was like, well, this is easy. So <laughs> the next day I went home and filmed my own little episode and put it up on YouTube. Right on. See, that's 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 wild. Now, <clears throat> what I laughed at pretty good with you was, uh, I can't remember in which video it was, where the camera almost fell on you twice. <laughs> dude, Yeah, <clears throat> dude, I did the whole like, oh, 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 okay, whew. Because you're not just like using like a GoPro or anything like that. Like you're using a DSLR camera. Like that, yeah, that thing goes for a tumble. These, uh, <laughs> one of these tripods here, you know, that you could use as like a, yeah. a hand mount, but they spin and they do like weird crap, you know? Yeah. Well, when you make it a tripod, it doesn't really stand up very good. <laughs> Makes perfect sense, doesn't it? So I, uh, I've now upgraded some stuff for the studio. And as you've seen, I've rearranged the shop quite a bit, trying to just make it better content for everyone that watches. 
not a confined little spot that I'm just sitting in shriveled up and, you know. Well, because y- your garage is not just actually a big open space. Your garage has something that occupies it. Cause you're, oh, yeah. My you're garage, working on a little uh, project, aren't you? Currently has a 2004 Toyota Tacoma four-wheel drive getting converted to a 4BT Cummins diesel. Because that's what you work on. That is what I work on. And uh, they were throwing one away, and I said, the hell you are. The bed of my truck will be your trash can. And... <laughs> I ended up with a motor at the house that runs perfectly fine. So Why it's going to now go throwing in the it out then. Well, because smog laws in California, Matt, we have wonderful thing called way too many people. <sighs> so I forgot about that. Mechanical old 4BT engines are no longer smog compliant in the state of California. So they all have to come out of good running forklifts and be converted or sold off to another state and just buy a new forklift brand new that's already compliant holy shnikes and we're talking about thousands of dollars to in company owners you know to do these either one of these steps is a lot of money holy so that's that happens regularly around where you work they just oh dude we do a motor a week a motor swap a week at our shop. That's insanity. That's craziness. Yeah. But you know what? I know all about the California smog laws. You want to know why I know all about them? Because see, at one time, this wonderful guy that you're looking at right now owned a 1999 Hyundai Elantra GT. And that son of a bitch was California smog compliant when we got it. So not only did it have one catalytic converter, but it had two and because it yep. had two catalytic converters, it had four flipping O2 sensors. What the fudge? Well, now they're putting DPFs, not only catalyst, it's a giant particulate filter in your exhaust that catches all the soot, Matt. Yeah, I know. So no black stuff comes out of the exhaust pipe because it makes the liberals very sad and very upset that black stuff's coming out of the exhaust pipe. And it's going to hurt our air when really they're just too stupid to understand that it hurts our water more than anything. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense, but that's what laws do. You know, they just sit in an office and make laws when really they don't understand who it affects and how it affects the country. Tell me about it. So. You know, it's real, I mean, real I funny. Complain. I got a job because of it. So. Well, yeah, that's one good thing. <laughs> you know, Tyler's got employment because of all these laws, which is great. But I'll tell you, the one thing that we never had a problem with was these emission systems causing tons of problems with transports, with semi-trucks. Like, it just, it didn't happen. Now, I have heard a few guys that <clears throat> have newer newer trucks equipped with, you know, the deaf fluid and everything else and all that wonderful jazz that uh the the one guy he doesn't idle his truck ever as soon as he gets to wherever he is he shuts it down when he's waiting to get unloaded he shuts it down like he just he doesn't idle the truck and because he hasn't idled the truck he's went a reported two hundred thousand more miles than he did with the truck that he had prior to that that he idled all the time yeah problem free so it's kind of like hmm. makes sense but at the same time it's, if well, you're an owner operator and you buy a truck you're talking about spending a whole lot of extra money to have a good climate control system installed on that truck to keep the truck livable when it's not running. 
I mean, I've been doing diesel emissions work specifically for probably like the last six years. And I can tell you that it's basically the same issue everyone went through in the 70s and 80s with gas cars. It's just going to take some time to figure out the perfect technology for the car. Yeah. Okay. It took them uh, from all the way in from 70 until we'll say what, 82, 83 to figure out that catalysts is all you really need on a gas car. You don't need all the extra crap they were trying to put, you know? Yeah. So it's going to come a day where that'll get figured out for diesel engines as well. It's just now we got to deal with that curve right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. I'll never become an owner-operator anytime soon, though. Tell you what. No. I'd love to. Don't get me wrong. I love the way some of the new new trucks look. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Tesla, man. You can go full electric soon. Ooh, yeah, that'd be dirty. That truck would haul. No pun intended. Yeah. It would be fast, period. <laughs> I love the way people yeah. say, oh, electrics. Now, listen, I'm, I love the sound of a big old V8. With a big old cam in it while it's sitting there just, you know what I mean, making a ton of noise. I love that. But when we're talking about power and raw raw torque, electric has it all day long. I'm sorry, folks. Just just the truth of the matter. Yep. There's a reason why these friggin' P1000s are as fast as they are, as heavy as they are because the batteries needed to get them going. So, dude, what has happened? I'm turning into this drag racing nut, Tyler. This is not, this is not affordable, bro. What you don't, the? you don't even know. Dude. Drag <laughs> racing is the fastest way to become broke. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm figuring that out very quick. No, 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 no. The fastest way to go broke is being friends with Tim Smith. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Todd. Yeah, Todd's no better. <laughs> as soon as we lose the track, he's like, oh, got to do something else. Let's go on-road racing. No, yeah. no, let's go boat racing. And it's like, Todd, pick one. Come on, dude. Just... I want to go do this with you, dude, but I can't be buying. That's... Yeah, I, I can't afford a boat. I can't afford, you know, all that to go. <laughs> I would love to, but I can't, you yeah. know? I got rid of my boat. I got tired of swimming, man. No, I'm good. Yeah. No more swimming. I quit. That Planes look cool. The more and more we've been out at this airstrip, planes really look cool. Planes look really cool, but something just tells me crash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like that's just crash. Like there's I'm gonna be a crash, you know, like Chief says. <laughs> you know how they say Shane's crash? And even Lutz was a crash. I would be a crash with a plane. So Yeah. Fair warning. Me too. Tim, I know you're listening. If you hand me things that fly, they are going to probably crash. Hopefully not into the side of your house or your $26,000 Kia. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. I love that. Whoever posted that calling it the $26,000 Kia, it was pretty good. That was funny. That sucks, man. Think about it. You get rear-ended trying to go to work or come home from work, whichever the one it was. Your car goes into the shop to get fixed, and as it's fixed, (laughs) it blows the engine. Like, come on. That's, That's the worst luck. <laughs> when, when he put that in there, I'm going, you've got to be shitting me. There is no way that this guy is having this kind of luck right now. Like, it sucks, dude, but Tim's having, like, a pretty rough patch right now. Yeah, yeah, you know? he's having a rough skid. He is. He's going through a fucking hard time. We feel for you, Tim. Yeah. We're here for you. <laughs> we got your back, buddy. Yeah. 
<laughs> Man. <clears throat> but yeah, guys, so th- these are the kind of shows that I'm going to try and give you, just chatting it up with some of my friends in RC. Um, of course, stay tuned. If you haven't been listening to the TSR Speed Shop RC podcast, uh, you need to because we have a ball over there, uh, Tim and I. Tim is just awesome. He's He's always got... Lots to say, and sometimes I'm trying to find, like, he'll say something where I get caught all the time. He'll say something, so I go to the internet to try and look it up. And before I can look it up, I'm st- I stop listening because I'm looking it up. And then he says, what do you think about that, Matt? And I'm like, oh, shit. What did he just say? Okay, go back, <laughs> go back to the last thing you remember. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> Like he's yep. And he's caught. You know what it is, is he can see me, right? So he can see me doing this, Tyler, like reaching over going. And that's when he'll get me because <laughs> he knows I haven't been listening. He does it on purpose now. Now I got to, I got to, I'm on to you. I'm on to you. But uh, yeah, so these are the kind of shows I'm going to give you guys. Not overly long, you know, half hour, hour at most. Uh, tonight's show is just going to be a shorter one because I'm going to hope to do another one uh, probably next week. Uh, with uh, We're going to have Rick on because we're getting ready for the race at Hardwoods in Ithaca, Michigan. I'm going to be the race director for this race. Kind of looking forward to it. It's uh, 10 scale indoor carpet off-road racing. I know what a lot of you guys <laughs> can't call it off-road. Whatever. Bring your on-road car out and come race me. We'll see how you make out. Uh, but yeah, so it's going to be on the 19th uh, is practice of January. And 20th is the race. It's down in Ithaca, Michigan at the Hardwoods. It's a bowling alley. It's in the back. they got a huge, uh, like, banquet area that that the track gets set up in so i'm gonna be there so if you're hearing this and you want to attend make sure you come on by uh come find me i'll be the one flapping his lips behind the microphone all weekend i'm not sure what i was thinking when i volunteered for that but it should be fun Uh, i know i enjoy calling races so that's where i'm gonna be also a friend of the show mr jeremy dre he keeps on asking me to talk about a race that uh, I think he's putting on. So let me just look it up. I think it's called the February Freakout. Out. That's why he did it. He wanted me to say out. Hey, hang on. Let me find it. It's right here. Yeah, it's called the... It's at the SRCP Presents February Freakout. It is on February 3rd and 4th, 2018. Uh, the doors are opening at 9 a.m. on Saturday, racing at noon. Uh, looks like their classes are novice, 17.5 buggy, 17.5 truck, 17.5 pro light short course, pro four short course, and four wheel drive mod. Uh, three qualifiers, and then Sunday single mains with bumps. Uh, your first class 15, second 10, and third five bucks. It's actually not too, too bad. Uh, it is looking at it's at the National Guard Armory in Spencer, Iowa. It's uh, again, listener of both shows, Jeremy Dre, a big cow RC guy. Um, he is awesome. So hopefully you guys can go out there and support those guys, uh, and race with them. And Tyler, what do you got, buddy? What do you want to tell them? Uh, go check out my YouTube channel, RC Drag Talk. Stay tuned for plenty of videos from me and Todd and, uh, lots of no prep racing footage to come. Oh, I can't wait. You guys are going to be in uh, store for an awesome video. It's coming, but you won't get to see it, it until after March. It is. Poor Oh, we should do a mini series. It gets better. Actually, got to do it now, don't I? Yeah. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else you got? Anything? Um, 
How's dirt racing, dude? I should try that. I really wanted to try that. I don't do dirt racing. I, do. I know you do. Sorry, off road. <laughs> you know what? It's I. I like it a lot. Um, man, you know what? Maybe we can figure out a way to bring you to SDRC with me when I go there. Oh, that would be hilarious to watch the both of us out on a dirt track. And I know John Schultz has got a car; he'll let you drive. Oh, this is gonna be fun. I might have one by then. What do I need? Two wheel drive or four wheel drive? Uh, I go two wheel drive. Four wheel drive is, is yeah. Two wheel drive, ten scale buggy is what I go with. Um, okay. I, I think that's a good class to start off with. For the most part, you really don't have to worry about what brand you go with. They're all fairly, um, robust. So I know a lot of guys, um, said, be careful with my, with my choice of the Yokomo. They're fragile. And, um, well, they aren't indestructible because I did break a hinge pin. Figure this out. I broke the hinge pin. <coughs> I didn't, I didn't break the, the, the blocks that hold it in. I didn't destroy the pills that hold the hinge pin in place. Not, I destroyed the hinge pin. Snapped it. Figure that one out. I don't know. Manufacturing how. error. I would think, but unfortunately, I'm not the only one who's done it, as I found out. Um, I think it's because they're three millimeter, uh, where most are like 3.2, 3.5. Um, so I think that's part of it, but. It happens. They're trying to cut weight in too many of the wrong places. Maybe I, I you know what I, I put a friggin' uh, titanium shock shaft, associated shock shaft in it. That'll work. It got me through the rest of the race day, and it hasn't broken, so I'm more than likely going to change the other one out so they both match. <laughs> yeah, for, for like three dollars. Why not? Yep. Then I got then I got a spare kicking around. Um, but yeah, I go two wheel drive buggy for sure. Um. Yeah, and just pick whichever one you want to try. There's one down at the local hobby. Maybe something will happen. Oh, boy. Look what we started. But, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait, man. I'm going to come. We're going to have a good time. And I'm Definitely. Never, and I'm never going to want to go home. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to be looking for work while I'm there. Yeah, we're going to get you on the YouTube channel and everything while you're here. Yeah, buddy. I can't wait to do that. That's going to be fun. I'm not, we got to make sure though, that we have a good solid list of things that we want to do because if there's no, if there's no breakdown or what we're doing, it's going to be all over the place. Like, yeah. Oh, we'll probably just film the no prep race when you're out here. Oh, I can't wait to do that. That way everyone can see it and everyone see what happened, you know? I'm going to probably go through a set of tires in front of Tim's house doing friggin' hits with it. Oh, probably. I'm not going to have a choice. All you mother effers are going to have tons of hits on yours. I'm going to have to come there and do like 400 hits just to be up to snuff, kind of. Dude, Todd and Tim's are already faster than mine, and I've had mine for three years, so. <laughs> yeah, but that's because those guys know a few things. I'm going to just, they know they have way different motors laying around well, than yeah. a sailor guy does. <laughs> you know, that they've both true. been racing <laughs> since the 90s, so they're just like, hey, throw a car together. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let yeah. me take uh, this one. <laughs> done. Here you go. Yeah. So it's like uh, it's kind of an unfair advantage, but at the same time, we're on their team, so we get any info we want. <laughs> well, you know? and that's the that's the nice thing. It's nice having that team mentality where we all share some information. And, you know, I love the fact that it, it doesn't matter how much experience each one of us has. We all bring a little something to the table. And, and, oh, you, yeah. and, and you see that every time when we're in that group chatting and, and saying things and, you know, suggestions come from here and there. And it's just like, whoa, I'd never thought of that. And then it's like, you know. 
man, the new guy or the relatively new guy dropped knowledge today. And it's kind of like that's, you know, even when the older guys are like Tim and Todd, I'm sure there's been things you said. And I know I've sat there and went, oh, that's a smart idea. That's a really good idea. So I'm sure they've it's done it. Too. Everybody looks at something from a different point of view, though. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Major corporations most likely is not one guy sitting behind the desk making all the calls. <laughs> no, not at all. You know? So a team is a much stronger environment than one guy. Yeah, yeah, and I love it. I love being part of it. I just wish I was damn closer to you guys. Yeah. I'm on the wrong side of the continent and in the wrong country. That's it. And I don't want to move to California because from what it sounds like, you guys have it pretty shitty. Yes, we do. <laughs> and all three of us would leave tomorrow if we all had work, you know? Yeah. So it's uh, the problem with here is it's densely overpopulated mm-hmm. and uh, no one takes pride anymore. You know, there's no self-pride in what you do. And uh, everyone's kind of rude. You know, like I travel a lot and my uncle drives trucks, so I've been all over the country with him. Yeah. And every other state and even up north close to you, there's respect and there's, uh, you know, just a, a, a niceness about it. When you go into the store, people say, hello, how are you today? You know, that doesn't exist here. Oh, man, everybody's going to hate me. Yeah, so it's like they're going to quickly know he's not from here. You know, like I can't wait. We quickly know the ones that are on vacation, Matt. We know. Anybody that makes eye contact with me is going to get a, hey, how's it going? (laughs) How you doing? And it's awesome, you know, like that's how me and Tim and Todd are. And that's why living here, it like, it almost puts a, a damper on that, you know, because you can't really be outgoing in public here. You're that guy, you know. Dude, we need all four of us go to Walmart and just do that. Go, go Two of us go in on one end, two go in the other end, and then we see each other just yell across the whole place. <laughs> hey, how's it going, Tyler? What's up, buddy? <laughs> uh, I'm down. I'm game for anything. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get in so much trouble. It's ridiculous. Uh. I just like having fun, man. You know what's kind of nice, though? So you got Todd and Tim that are close to, like, because how old's Todd? Uh, I don't even know, dude. 40-something? Yeah, and then so Tim's 40-something. So those two guys are closer in age. And then you and I are closer in age, so this is going to be perfect. We got the two old guys, the two young guys. We're good. Yeah. And I totally just called the two of them. I shouldn't do that if they're not on here to defend themselves, should I? That, we'll have to do that on another show. Have those two guys on, too. That's You're not sure. going to have this up before tomorrow morning, are you? I'll be all right, because i got to see both of them tomorrow morning. They're going to no, kick it'll my be, ass. You know what? Uh, I'll wait. I'll wait, <laughs> and, and I'll put it up. And t- Tim or Todd will have to download it, because you guys are going to the AMA show tomorrow, right? Yep. I'm so jealous of you guys. Uh, I'm kind of worried, man. All those planes, I might get my a bug started for flying or something. Oh, God. Here we go. Remember... It's a crash, Tyler. There's nothing good comes out of flying. Have but, you heard my flying story yet? No. Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> it is. I had a, a Radio Park Flyer, you know, the little uh, $100 yellow park flyer. Yeah, yeah. You know, right? <laughs> you throw it up, buzz it around, okay? 
So I went out with a buddy of mine. You know who I'm talking about before all that happened. And uh, we went flying, right? So we get his up in the air and his is flying good. Fly it all around the baseball diamond. No big deal, right? His was working good. So then his battery dies, flies it. I <laughs> plug mine in and it's working, right? I get it all the steering figured out. I get the elevation set where I think it's going to fly level. And uh, no, I was way wrong there. So, <laughs> so I start, I throw it and I start flying. And uh, I'm just trying to get the controls figured out at first, you know? Yeah. And it gets away from me and it starts going towards the basketball courts, which is pretty far away, you know? So then uh, I try to bring it back. When I brought it back, it went up and well, wind caught it. And it just kept circling up and up and up and up. Dude, it was so high for this little, like, 12-scale plane, right? It's way up in the sky. And then it no longer is steering, and it takes off dead straight down the street just all the way down the road and i'm like running after it trying to get it back in range you know dude it went for so far till i couldn't see it anymore it just flew straight it could still be flying for all i know you died all that (laughs) (laughs) she gone yeah gone just gone oh man i love those kind of stories where you do the running thing like you just (laughs) so luckily it was a cheap you know little 80 dollar plane i got on sale but yeah but the story was worth the 80 dollars dude that's that yes the moral of the story tyler (laughs) is that that 80 dollars was worth the story you now have to tell everybody (laughs) i guess so see but yeah i so i don't know if i'll ever actually get another plane after that you know (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, you're going to end up with another plane. We're all going to end up with planes. Probably. That's what's going to happen. Planes are going to be next, so that way we can go over and troll the plane guys. Oh, God. Yeah. You you know what I have to say? Because we're in different time zones, sometimes you guys have way too much freaking time in your hands. Like, there, there's times where I'm, like, busting it to try and get done work, like, close to the end of my day, and you guys are just kind of getting to that, like, early mid part of your day and when you guys started in the chat it's like i need to finish working would you guys go back to freaking work for like another half hour i need a half hour that's all i need stop yeah i want to (laughs) so like my last half hour of work takes me like an hour and a half because i spend more time talking to you fools than i do doing my job yeah you think it's bad the last um hey i'm not the one who hides underneath forklifts and freaking goes on the internet yeah the last live video you did of your build i'm underneath the forklift holding my phone up there above a drive shaft watching the live build and i'm like damn it matt wait two more hours for me to get off of work Uh, yeah it, it goes the same way man that's hilarious yeah i still remember that i did that the one time i come home and live streaming on lunch and I had all you guys going, I don't want to go back to work now. It's like, my bad. I apologize. <laughs> Beg my part. But, like, it's 3 o'clock my time, guys. Like, uh, That's the only thing I love. I know you and Todd are up really early and Tim's up really early, so I never have to go too many hours without hearing from you. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning, and it's like, ding. I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one up. <laughs> yeah. But there are times on Friday mornings, for instance, when I get up and it's, you know, 1 o'clock your guys' time. And sometimes I look in in the chat and like Tim's been talking to Todd or something like that late, and it's like, huh, 
Jeez, that was like three hours ago. Damn. <laughs> I do the same thing because I don't, I don't stay up late. You know, even if it's the weekend, my body's just on a schedule to go to bed at a normal time and wake up early. You know, because that's mm. what I'm used to going yeah. to work at three in the morning. So, um, like, I have times where I'll wake up on Saturday morning at like four thirty and see a whole list of messages from you guys all night long on Friday night. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's like, should I reply right now, four thirty in the morning, and wake them all up, or let her no, rip. I'll wait a little while? Let her rip. <laughs> no, but you know what? That's what I do now, and all the chats that I'm part of that continue on. Like, well, think about it. For me, you guys, like nine o'clock your time is like midnight my time right so when you guys are in like just kind of full bore talking at like 8 39 i've normally been in bed for a few hours so now i get up and it's like sounds cool guys (laughs) 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 i'll participate even though i know you guys are sleeping 87 unread messages (laughs) oh i know i love that when you go into facebook messenger goes back read last 20 plus i'm going oh how much did I miss? And and it never is like just the little like you know one line messages. They're like freaking half page messages. So yeah, love it, love it. But yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy these kind of shows. Let me know what you think. And uh, I think that's gonna be it for us, Tyler. Awesome man, thanks for having me. I'm gonna go and enter your country in uh, like less than a half hour. For work? No, I'm just gonna go and cross the border and go pick up packages. Well, that doesn't sound sketchy. Well, no, they're like... Uh, I, I guess someone that lives close to, to Mexico, <laughs> that sounds sketchy when someone says, hey, I'm just going to go hop over the border, pick up some packages, I'll be back. I wonder if there are Mexicans that, like, legit Mexicans that do that, like, they buy stuff from, like, Amazon.com and they ship it to, like, a, a California address so they can cross the border and pick it up and not have to, like, smuggle it back and not pay duties. Oh, I'm sure, dude. I wonder if Mexico has duties like that, though. Hmm. Oh, is that what you do? You got to get your shit shipped to Michigan just so you save money? No, it's faster. A lot of times... Oh, is that like, what it is? Like, a lot of times when I order stuff, I claim it when I'm coming home. They're like, how much did you buy or receive? I'm like, well, I picked up a package. How much is it worth? You know, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever it is. Because worst case scenario, I just got to pay tax on it, right? Right. And I'd rather be doing it on the up and up than, you know, have, you know, rubber glove man you know, finger in places I don't want fingers, you know, right. It just sounds like a smarter thing to do. So yeah, a lot of times like anything I get shipped, it's just, it's faster because when it comes through the border to be shipped here, it can get caught in customs. You know, it's just an extra step for it to go through that, that right. Yeah. delays things a lot of times more than anything. The whole container could get stopped just for your little tire. Right. So no, no ship it all to Michigan. I go over, I pick it up. I ship it all to one of my local racing buddies' house because he's awesome like that. And, uh, yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be in your country here shortly and then back in awesome, my country. I, I'm in you your country me? all the time. I buy my gas mostly in your country. Are you that close? Yeah, dude. Like, how far are you from Michigan? Well, if you look on a map and you scroll all the way in into the middle of the Great Lakes... And you follow Michigan side, and you literally see, if you scroll the way in, you'll see the river and the locks that separate the one, the la- big left lake, Lake Superior, with the other lake. And I'm right, we're right there smack in the middle. There's Sault Su- Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada, and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, or sorry, Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. They're just, they're called the Twin Sioux. 
Okay. That's where I am. So yeah, it only takes me like 15 minutes, depending on lineup on the bridge. If there's no lineup on the bridge, I can be... If we were to hang up right now, I could go get in my truck and be over there in, within 10 minutes. Awesome, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, thanks for having me, man. Have yeah. a good night. Anytime. You too. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us on the NBM Podcast. Of course, thank you to all of you for listening at the end of the day. Without you guys, this means nothing. And, of course, thank you huge, which I almost forgot about, are the followers on Podbean. If you go to podbean.com, and you've made an account, and you follow the podcast on there, I follow you back. I go in spurts, so if you follow me and it takes like two weeks, um, that's how long it takes. It depends on how long uh, I do shows. I don't log into Podbean a lot, but when I put up a show, I'm logged in, so that's when you'll normally get a follow back. But thanks for following me on there, because that's an extra step you guys don't have to do, and I appreciate it. So thanks for listening, and that's it for us today. So we'll uh, we'll see you in like a week, not even, next week, a couple of days. I promise, I swear. I'm not lying this time. Bye, folks. Say bye, Tyler. Bye.